Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good times. Fun times. I've seen them all, my dear. I'm that's right. Here. That's even more right. I don't know, that song just resonates from Follies, uh, the Broadway show. Of course, kind of doing it to pay homage to the fact that we don't have Broadway till the end of summer. And um, a lot of them are bummed about it. But you know what, Mike Myers? Some Broadway actors and actresses are like, you know what? If it keeps people alive, we are all for it. So there's sort of a mixed reaction on Broadway about this. Well, Alex, let me tell you. There's a mixed something. What did you say? A mixed reaction. Re- Thank you. A, a mixed reaction about a lot of stuff right now. Right now, I'm I'm okay. I'm 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 a little upset with the postal service, but other than that, uh, I'm I'm fine. What's going on there? You know that someone drew a funny graph. Like Amazon gets to your door quick, but UPS USPS takes all these routes to try and get to your house. Well, let me tell you, I was supposed to have received my package yesterday. It left Des Moines. It, it arrived in Des Moines, it left Des Moines, then it went back to Des Moines, and now it's left Des Moines. And I don't know if I'll see it today, tomorrow. I don't know. I just hope they don't send it back to Texas. They've done that before, too. What is it specifically, or is it a confidential package that you're waiting on? It's something from an adult book. No, it's uh, they're, um, they're, uh, calipers for my, for my, my Passat that makes the brakes work. Ah, yes, your lovely car from 1999, which matured to 21 this year, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, so how's she doing uh, these days? Why is it that, the, 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 you know, the, the boat, how is she? How is, I'm just curious, why we name things, why they have that, that, that gender pronoun? I have never understood cultural norm to call the car, you know, she, or that's my beautiful baby, or something like that. Yeah, I, I think someone should complain. I think it's discriminatory. Excuse me, do you have a cultural norms department complaint uh, center? I'd like to. <laughs> cultural norms. Wow. You got all these cool terms. Anyway, now the part, parts, and I was waiting all day yesterday. I mean, it's just like, come on. They said it should be here by 8 o'clock, and it wasn't, so I finally put all my stuff away. I'm ready when the parts get here, but until then, uh, I don't know. Hey, you know what I'm going to play at the end of this? Because I really don't have a monologue after you. I kind of am just going to do this and put together my Sunday pod for airing after 10 a.m. So to end the podcast this morning, I'm going to play One Piece at a Time by Johnny Cash. I love that song. Oh, yeah. 
Is that is that what it's called? Yeah, where he goes, I got it one piece at a time. And, then, you know, because he's at the yeah. auto factory. It's a great song. <laughs> that would that would preach. And it'll remind me, uh, it reminds me of how my dad would take my skate apart. You know, we haven't done it in a while because I haven't really used it or been out or whatever. But he would always take the skate apart, oil each wheel for me. And you know yeah. what? I still want to learn from him before too long. That way, one, unfortunately, he he goes because I'm just that's a natural life thing that I am prepared yeah. to take over when he's gone. So that's kind of my my hope. And you know, I, I got a neighbor lady who just turned ninety nine, and she is just one of the coolest ladies. And there's so much that I, I can continue to learn from her, but. She wasn't afraid to get within six feet yesterday. That's good. I'm just, I'm just living life. Mike, you know, the greatest generation, those folks in their 90s and hundreds, they're not afraid of anything. They're like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Um, it is pretty strange. So, yeah. And I, I know, know we keep going back to that conversation because, quite frankly, I don't know what else there is to talk about. I mean... I haven't really seen the news in the morning, so I'm not sure what's going on. But um, it's a Sunday. I really don't feel like talking news on a Sunday, as I know you don't. That's why you have Miles on, to give us a little preachy, preacher balance here. A little, pre a little preachy balance. That's what we're looking for. Let's see. Let's, what is going on? Federal government buys riot gear. Oh, we got that going for us. All well, right, there was we one story that the masks... The federal government balked on buying 1.7 million masks early in January, and I was kind of like, what is that about, dude? So, well, you hear two sides. The mask uh, is maybe making things worse. So who do you, who do you, uh, who do you listen to? Where are you going to get the truth? Mike, I just hope they don't call 311 on me because in my Sunday video, as you saw, my mask is off off my face during the uh, the video blog, and I hope no one reports that to YouTube for not wearing a mask. I don't know. Wait, wait. what the heck is 311? Here in New York, it's our uh, no. you know snitcher no. line now. No, it is not. Do not tell me that. It I is. They had... So... When they first started that, they started with the subway crowding. And actually, I was pissed off when I heard that people were crowding onto a subway car when this first started. It's like, dude, go to another car. I know that might stink a little bit, but I don't know. It's just what it is. But then when I saw that 311 was used to report report anybody social distancing, not social distancing, hell yeah, I got freaked out by that. Like, what are we, a fascist state or something? Well, yeah, and I did a little research on the whole uh, tracing thing, and there are a lot of rumors out there. There are a lot of, uh, what do you call them, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, what theories? Conspiracy theories. Yeah, I have trouble with words sometimes. Conspir and it's like, no, and, it's, and it happens to be H.R. Bill 6666, believe it or not. Uh, unreal. That is unreal. But but Mike, there are also stories that that's not working. Like contact tracing is not working. So I don't know what is going on with it. Well, and as far as what they're doing, I mean, you know, I've been indirectly contacted. I guess now maybe it'd be directly from a another medical outfit. 
but it, it's not mandatory for me to go get tested. They're not going to come to my house, and and that's what people are. You know these these rumor mills. I people, let's stop. And Christians are some of the worst offenders. Mm. Mm. It's embarrassing. Well, here's the other story. Speaking of all this tracing and sort of invasion invasion of privacy, I'm very worried about what we just decided to do. Um, we are going to help a Taiwan firm build a chip plant in Arizona. And I don't know why that is eerie to me, but if they start like implanting chips in us, I'm going to really start losing it. I mean, just a weird headline to hear. Um, because there's been things swirling that I've been hearing. Chips could have, uh, vaccines could have chips in it and track us. I, yep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so bottom line is, uh, nobody's sticking nothing in me if I don't know what it is that they're sticking in me. And Mike, at the same time, we're telling this other company that's mm-hmm. kind of ruled by Communist China, Huawei, H-U-A-W-E-I. The, uh, yes. We're telling them, we you're not going to build chips with our technology. All right, well, who's to say whoever's making this won't have evil intentions anyway? Now, Taiwan's a good country, right? They're kind of the republic, uh, the Chinese republic. But you never know. You just don't know when you have these plants what could happen. Well, and that's why you need to, you know, be careful where you where you get your information. This is yesterday. I was uh, sitting on the front porch waiting for my parts to come. <laughs> and Laura comes out. And um, she looks at this beautiful tree we have in the front yard, and she said, wow, what's wrong with that tree? And I said, what do you mean? Well, those leaves are just really, I've never seen a, a, a tree with leaves that droop down like that. And I said, would you go back, back inside? It was very peaceful before you came out. <laughs> and now we had a diseased tree. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Is that true? You have a diseased tree? No, it's not a diseased tree. She just thinks it looks diseased. How does a tree look diseased? Because it's discolored or something? It's got droopy leaves, according to her. Well, that's because the season's done. That's pretty much... What? That's because the season is probably done for that tree. So I'm sure that's why that is. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I got droopy parts. I still work, pretty much. You know... And, uh, by the way, I've been sort of taking... Because this is the only thing you can do when everything's locked down. Take literal pictures of this sky and the trees and it's come out pretty nice but yeah i couldn't believe my campus that i graduated from and by the way the i'm still here part two is that remember yesterday i was talking about how i went out my final night of yeah i saw your video it was cool and then and then the um well this morning seven years ago this morning there were thousands of texts because i didn't wake up until 10 (laughs) a.m and um i was supposed to go to work at 6 a.m so Thank God I'm still here through that, and I kind of just want to say thanks to the Queens College folks for sticking with me through all that. I mean, when you realize how you had some binge drinking issues, and you see who stuck the stood by you through them, that's a yeah. big deal. It's a very big deal. Um, I mean, I wasn't drinking every day. Don't get me wrong, but I had no. I would save it up and then just let it loose. I guess. What's the deal with tobacco? You know, I had that, and that caused me to pass out once. You ate tobacco. <clears throat> yeah, and my my reflux is so bad that if oh. I don't get rid of it, it'll cause a lot of problems. Ooh, that is scary. Wow. So, I'm not doing that. 
although I didn't think it was ironic, on my wheeling around, I saw a skull, you know, a skull um, tin. I was like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Are you finding that the longer you're alive, the more these, it reminds me of a song called Reminders of You. Are you just realizing there's these little like flashbacky things coming up? And I mean, you're it's a, your ripe old age of what, 28? Yeah. And because I think I've gone through more than the average 28 year old, it hits me more. You Let's have. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you, you definitely have. And if anybody hasn't taken the time to listen to, you know, it is kind of tricky to get at. I don't know how to find your interview with your mom, except by going back to the message you sent me through Messenger, the link. How do I find your stuff outside of just looking at Spreaker? I didn't see it on Spreaker. Is it a different? No, it should be there. Uh, well, you know oh, what it, you know what it is? They've, they've categorized everything, so yeah. you have to click the certain category. And to me, I'm actually glad they did that because... Um, uh, it would look messy when you would post everything and you'd see it like one after the other. At least they categorize everything to make it look nice for you. Well, and I, I'm thinking about doing that with uh, with Miles' um, sermons. Yes, create a playlist. That's a good idea. Yeah, and then also I may end up doing another. Uh, I'm still reading that book, It, by someone Groeschel or whatever. What? It's like Mike. Get out of the box. I mean, I think I am already, but just do something, I don't know, like a Tuesday night and have people maybe call in with their story about how they're still here. And it's don't compete with Ed now. Don't compete with Ed on Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that. All right. How about, well, maybe Tuesday at 7? <laughs> no, I did. I would. I love that idea of doing something before his show and then handing it off to him. Like you do a live show, hand it off to him at, you know, like at 8 oh. o'clock, at like at 7.45, do a quick hit with him, and then you're done, and then you can. he has an hour to prep for a show. Well, the, the, the key to that is, would he be ready? Oh, he is. Let me tell you, my, Ed Delgado is always ready. Like, you literally could call him in a pinch. Sure, call me up for an interview in two minutes. I'm like, yeah, let's do that, you know? So you guys are oh. ready in a pinch. Oh, okay. So not necessarily. Okay, I, I get you. Yeah, that would but, work. But no, I mean, it, and I kind of do these features called Garrett Extra because it just helps keep things along. And I don't really do them live, yeah. and I've given up doing live call-ins because... I don't have a firm number like you guys do, and I don't know how to get one that would work. So, I've tried Zoom, and we all know that failed on me. So, um, yeah, I hope it's going to work okay for me this morning because I tried to connect with Miles. So, it like five fifty-seven our time. He says, "Are you up? You buck Egypt?" That's all I hear is "You buck Egypt." Whenever he contacts me. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know why I said that. But um, yeah, just thinking beyond the box and, and like, you know, with this 24-7 stream, I want to pack it with good stuff. And if you've ever listened to it, you're, you're going to hear lots of sermons, little tiny short features, a lot of music. And uh, if faith comes by hearing, you're hearing by the word of God. And if you don't know this by now, Alex, I am a chase that's <laughs> 
What would people think if they knew I was a Jesus freak? Yeah. The way you delivered that in a regular church setting, you would actually have everybody uh, say it along with you. So like, and remember, folks, what am I? I am a Jesus. <laughs> but then I've had people say, oh, Mike, that's not even, you know, you don't, that's bringing us down. You know what? Reminds me of a song. Don't bring me down. Never mind. Uh, by ELO, right? <laughs> Pardon? By ELO. Yes. yes. I had a bad fight with a girl once, and all I could say on a sing play in my headphones as the subway was approaching was, don't bring me down. Like in my headphones, just waiting for the subway. So I, I've been there. Don't bring me down, Bruce? Yes, that's it. No, it's Bruce. No, I, have, I have a different version of it. And it's called, it's by the a band called The Apologetics. And it's Don't Bring Me Cows. <laughs> it's hilarious. Okay, we got way off the topic. That is funny. Uh, no, this is better than just staying on topic. This is fun. Um, well, as long as it's okay with you. I mean, you I had said okay. something on the pod the other day. I don't know. But it was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Maybe Were you talking about adultery the other day? Maybe? I don't know exactly. I, there was something that oh, was... Oh, yeah, if you just think. Christ was trying to get people to get off of their, their, their mighty, holy horse. And, you know, this guy comes up and he says, what do I need to do to be saved? And he said, well, you need to uh, uh, sell all your stuff or whatever. And he went away sad. Well, one of the points that he uses, that God uses when you're talking about, you know, commandments, thou shalt not commit adultery. Well, I've never stepped out of my wife. Have you ever thought about stuff? That's it. You, we're all guilty. That's the bottom line. But then you said we go to hell anyway if we think it. I don't. Just, I don't. No, 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 no. Well, I believe personally. This is my take on what we're all. We're all. It's like this boat that we're all in because we've all messed up, all sin, fallen short of the glory of God. So, until we come to a place of realizing. I am messed up. I need somebody to save me from all of my garbage. And that's where the whole Jesus thing comes in. Hmm. And it's not based upon on, on how hard I try not to do something. In fact, you know, if somebody says, well, I don't want you to do something. Have you ever had somebody tell you something like maybe your mom? Well, Alex, I don't want you to. Well, I'm going to do it, mom. You haven't said that to her, but it's like, you tell me I can't watch this. I'm a big boy now. I can right. do it. I'm a man. Right? And sometimes she's uh, better to listen to than try and do it myself. I'll tell you that much. And I'm sure you and found that, that as well. And you, are, you, I heard that when you were doing your, your podcast with your mom. If we would just listen, have listened to their instruction earlier, mm -hmm. maybe things would be different and yet because we've gone our own way we wandered off of the path maybe what we've wandered off into and have been saved from can help somebody else who's done the same thing and we can yeah. we can empathize with them i mean and you, not only done the same thing but uh not talked about it yet that's the other big part of this is like how do we get people talking about their experience to say hey thank god i'm here today well that little, I, I'm having a spiritual thing, that the quote I sent you yesterday, 
day was about that very thing. And that's actually a, a, a powerful scriptural truth that we maybe we go through the, the things we do so that we can be there to help somebody else who's who's going through a similar thing. And they're like, there's no hope for me. I'm I, I'm an alcoholic and I'm always going to be. Well, maybe not. This is a very interesting quote. Can I play back? Can I say it yeah. back? Yeah. The healthiest, holiest people are the people who laugh at themselves the most. Failure helps us take God more seriously and ourselves. You know, and that's by Mark Batterson. You know, as I read that, I do find that sometimes the humor from um, <clears throat> from traditional Christians, they don't really find much funnier. Am I wrong in that? I just sense that they don't find much funny. Well, it's, it's the old saying, you know, it looks like you've been baptized in vinegar. Gee, lighten up, folks. Have some fun. Wow. Don't, if there's a, I did an interview with a gal, uh, Jane Newman, um, from the UK, or Switzerland, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, and, and she had said, um, oh, she dropped the F-bomb right in the middle of the show, and I just lost, I started laughing my head off. <laughs> she made a cool point. She said, if I hear a joke that's funny, I'm going to laugh at it. Now, someone else might think, well, you shouldn't laugh at that because you're a Christian. If it's funny, it's funny. Do I have to put it through some special religious filter before I can find the humor in what was just said? If it's funny, it's funny. Exactly. And I kind of feel the way about disabled jokes. Like, I know I'm disabled, but sometimes <laughs> these things are hilarious. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not, and I'm thinking of one right now. You know, you are a hoot. And, and it, it, if people, you know, they'll talk about how being. Oh, uh, I made a joke the other day. I said, you know, I got to stretch. We should all stretch our leg, uh, bracket S, because. I'm going to go rollerblade. Seriously? You're going to roll? How do, you, how do you skate? Got my two scrutches, scrutches, my two crutches. And my wheels and my crutches pretty much stopped me. But then again, I've That's been known to let my crutches off the ground and just roll. And I just have that forward motion. Now, it's amazing, that... though. My parents won't want to hear this, but it's amazing. Three cars have pretty much stopped learning how to drive. and stopped knowing how to drive since I've been out. Like, three cars have stopped short to try and not hit me. And I'm thinking to myself... Don't you see me? Like, has the quarantine ruined us so much that we can't even see who's on the road? Come on now. <laughs> That's, but you are, you're, and I think it's like my brother Dale when he had a stroke. Uh, you know, I said, Dale, you could do sit-down comedy. Because obviously you can't stand up. But it won't. Well, and of course. He, oh, no, go for it. Sorry. Well, it's, it's, if we can laugh at ourselves, it's, it's part of being vulnerable. I mean, you know, you may be thinking whatever about me, but if I if I blow the whole thing by coming out with it before you say anything, then and other people might find that we need to laugh. That's Folks, why we forgot how that's, to laugh. That's why I wasn't offended when Trump would do that stupid thing with the Times reporter, and everybody's like, "How can you stand for this?" It's like, dude, I've been bullied my whole life because of my disability, even by disabled kids. So I'm I'm good with this because. Everybody's human. And, by the way, Mike, just because we have a disability doesn't mean we're not immune to being joked on. Because when we put ourselves out there, of course people are going to do things and say things. And 
it, it, you saying that reminds me of a, a, a post that I, I put this up yesterday. I think the hatred is worse than the COVID. Everyone, please lighten up a bit. We will get through this. Somebody, a friend of mine who uh, actually, I, how do I make a long story short? He said this, what hatred seems like maybe Mike needs to thin his Facebook friend list, choose who to be around and talk to perhaps hope all is well. He might be right, but then we're to be in the world, not of it. God didn't take us out. How does the light shine in the dark if we're not here? Well, I'm not going to be around those people. I'm just hanging around Christian people, you know, because they're, they're special people. Everybody's a special person. Mike, speaking of special, can I just play this one bit from Joe Biden? You might remember yeah. it. Hold on. Let me see if you can hear it through the headphones. Okay. And I also am told that, uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up That's for hilarious. Chuck. So he did this in 2008. The yes. guy was in a wheelchair. That's, oh, it, it reminds me of another story when I was up at the studio many years ago. And I started walking and this guy was following me to, I was going to show him our AM studio. And I said, walk this way. And I started doing that, you know, weird limp. And I turned around, he had a bad leg. <laughs> he laughed. It was, mm. a, it was a, cask, a, ca a casket. It was a cast. It was temporary, but still. Oh, and then, and then the time that I, here I go with my stories as we get started. This gal, I thought I was talking to this gal that was pregnant with twins. And I was sitting at the table with her at the, at the bus barn and I stuck my gut way out and I said, I can do that too. And she, she looked at me and well, make a long story short, she wasn't pregnant. Oh, <laughs> was the wrong girl. Oh, my God. It ruined my, the rest of my day. I felt so bad. It was in front of all these other people. It was, it wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the things that I've said that I shouldn't have and done that I shouldn't have done. And by the way, this morning's uh, yes, tell us is going to be. It's called Manners That Matter. So I'm really interested. I think he's. I think he's mad at me. Maybe. <clears throat> mm. Maybe I need manners. Any well, any. Do you ever do you ever look back, listen back to a podcast and say, man. I really shouldn't have shared that story, or do you mind not let it? Do you not mind letting it all out on the table when you're done a podcast? Here is the part. Well, to answer that, yes, there are times like when Laura came in, and it was rather strange for. I mean, she normally doesn't just kind of barge into the room here, and and she gave me a kiss and she said she was going away by herself, and I said, "Does it involve lotion?" I should not have said that. Mm. That was just wrong to say that. And here I just repeated it again. And she, oh, Michael, you're such a Michael. Oh, there's, oh. You know why I don't like going back and listening? Tell me. Because I'm afraid that I come across like some arrogant know-it-all. Hmm. And I don't like doing that. When I know that I, in the big picture, I know so little. The numbers that they're crunching with the COVID, the more you test, the more you got people. Look, we now have 800,000 people 
that are infected, but they don't have any symptoms. So have we you, need to have you seen the story out of Colorado though that they had to reshift their count because they weren't counting accurately? I didn't read the story, but I did see the headline. So I think other states are going to have that, and of course here, people are going to blame Trump because we're a liberal city. But let's face it, Michael, the nursing homes—I cannot stress this enough—were mismanaged this whole time. Oh wow. You know, oh my gosh, you're making a really good point. See, which has me concerned because here's my mom across the street in a nursing home. And they, they're the ones that hit the hardest, right? I mean, if that gets in there, it hits them hard, correct? Yes, absolutely. I mean, there's a Bronx nursing home now going to be investigated for it. So I I can't tell you to take her out. I wish you could because now that's going to hopefully – that might be the next push, Mike. It might just be families oh, no. bringing their loved ones back. Oh my gosh, I got another spiritual O. I didn't even think of that aspect of it. It's it's almost like it's a concentrated environment where this is just running rampant, like keeping a, a mask on your face and just re-inhaling the stuff that maybe could have. I don't know. It's all a mess. I have to check into that. I did not realize that. So, I mean, I don't even know. Wow. This is the other problem. And Ed Delgado joining us, he just said, that's not mismanagement. It's attempted murder. So... Here's the other part of it, right? The government now can pretty much is controlling our senior citizens in the sense that if they're out of a hospital, where do they go? They go back to the nursing home. They don't go home, and it's kind of scary to me to think that they have that much oh. control over our loved ones. Thank you for bringing that up because what I – my mom, when she ended up in the emergency room here three or four or five weeks ago, whatever it was, one of the things she wanted to do, and, and I was going to be okay with this – she wanted to just stay here overnight. She just wanted to be out of that place. And I'm thinking, you know what? We can handle this for a night. My gosh, it's my mother. And when I talked to the folks at the nursing home, they said, if you keep her there overnight, get this, you're going to have to keep her there for 14 days in quarantine because she could have been exposed. Folks, everybody could have been. Oh, just maybe we should have been. So anyway, I took her back across the street. She vomited in my Trump hat. Uh, maybe she maybe she got COVID two seconds after she left the hospital. I don't know. Who knows? This is insanity. I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right. Well, let me let me let me relax you for the rest of the time because I know you got to prep. It's eight forty-five. So go prep. Take your mind off mom and her struggles and think that she's going to be okay. Know that God has her. In his hands, right? That's how we sort of go through yeah. day by day. And yeah. relaxed. Have a great time with Miles. And I'm going to play the song for you. And we didn't even really get to the car, but you've had a lot of mileage on that 99 uh, car of yours. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah. 195,000. I just saw this on it. So hopefully hey, now Ed. with these. Oh. Morning, Ed. Hope all is well. And uh, I hope they get out to drive. I know you drove the other night. I don't know if it was that one, though, right? You you drove – you didn't drive your own car to the Elks Club, right? Um, no, I drove the wife's. That's the one that, that uh, I, I borrowed the wife's car to pick my mom up from the hospital. So when she puked, it was – yeah. Mm. I think I it was pretty easy to figure out what she had for lunch. What was it? 
All right, Michael, I can tell it's a little waning on you, so what we'll do is we'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great show at 9 a.m. Eastern, Radio Hope, and then come back later in the day for my pod with Jan Hurst. She actually lost her husband in a car accident years ago, and her story, he was in the military, her story became a movie, and so I I taught um, Sunrise from Heaven is the movie, and I talked to the original author behind the movie later today. You. You have some fantastic guests. I just think it's awesome. Keep and up they the keep fantastic. mount. They keep mounting up. I don't know what it is about me, but I just keep finding ones that have meaningful things to say. I think so. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of those out there, and it's just uh, doing what you're doing and how you're doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. You too, Michael. Radio Hope, nine a.m. Mike Myers, love you, brother, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Have a great day, everybody. Well, I left Kentucky back in 49 and went to Detroit working on assembly line. The first year they had me putting wheels on Cadillacs. Every day I'd watch them beauties roll by and sometimes I'd hang my head and cry because I always wanted me one that was long and black. One day I devised myself a plan that should be the envy of most any man. I'd sneak it out of there in a the lunchbox in my hand. Now getting caught meant getting fired, but I figured I'd have it all by the time I retired. I'd have me a car worth at least a hundred grand. I'd get it one piece at a time, and it wouldn't cost me a dime. You know it's me when I come through your town. In with my big lunchbox and with help from my friend I left that day with a lunchbox full of gear I've never considered myself a thief But GM wouldn't miss just one little piece Especially if I strung it out over several years The first day I got me a fuel pump And the next day I got me an engine and a trunk Then I got me a transmission and all the chrome the little things I could get in my big lunchbox, like nuts and bolts and all four shocks, but the big stuff that snuck out my buddy's mobile home. Now up to now my plan went all right till we tried to put it all together one night, and that's when we noticed that something was definitely wrong. The transmission was a 53, and the motor turned out to be a 73, and when we tried to put in the bolts, all the holes were gone. So we drilled it out so that it would fit, and with a little bit of help from an adapter kit, we had that engine running just like a song. Now the headlights, there was another sight. We had two on the left and one on the right, but when we pulled out the switch, all three of them come on. The back end looked kind of funny, too, but we put it together, and when we got through, well, that's when we noticed that we only had one tail fin. About that time, my wife walked out, and I could see in her eyes that she had her doubts. But she opened the door and said, honey, take me for a spin. So we drove uptown just to get the tags, and I headed her right on down main drag. I could hear everybody laughing for blocks around. 
But up there at the courthouse, they didn't laugh, cause to type it up, it took the whole staff. And when they got through, the title weighed 60 pounds. I got it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. You'll know it's me when I come through your town. I'm gonna ride around in style, I'm gonna drive everybody wild. This is the Cottonmouth in the Psycho Billy Cadillac. Come on. Oh. oh, this is the Cottonmouth. The negatory on the cost of this machine there, Red Rider. You might say I went right up to the factory and picked it up. It's cheaper that way. Uh, what model is it? Well, it's 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59 automobile. It's a 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, all the Why press releases? A 